Clearshore presents The Seven Deadly Healthcare Startup Sins by Steve Blank. July 9th, 2015 at steveblank.com. Todd Dunn is the Director of Innovation and runs the Intermountain Healthcare Transformation Lab, which is working to foster innovation in the healthcare industry. He's now run several Lean Launchpad classes and has seen a ton of healthcare startups. Here's his advice for startups in this space. I've spent the last 10 years in the healthcare space. Over the past couple of years as Director of Innovation for Intermountain Healthcare, I've mentored and worked with many healthcare-focused startups. During that time, I have seen teams that really seem to understand the industry and those who are relatively uninformed. Our healthcare system is complex under intense regulatory pressure. The pressure of the aging population, reimbursement changes, and an oncoming shortage of clinicians, among other challenges. It is in need of innovation on many fronts and is also trying to embrace the amazing amount of innovation happening with early stage companies. Yet, I have noticed that many healthcare startups make leap of faith assumptions as they try to build their businesses. Let me highlight the seven deadly healthcare startup sins. Sin 1. Healthcare startups assume hospitals will let them host patient data in their portal. The reality is that healthcare customers know that startups' portals are likely hosted on AWS, Azure, or Google, and therefore pose security and privacy concerns. My reference points on these startups are digital health startups and small device startups that gather data from patients remotely. Many startups make the key assumption that hospitals will trust their data to a startup's cloud for the long term. For a proof of concept or pilot, this may be okay. For the longer term, it may not be. The only way to know for sure is to test that assumption by getting out of the office and talking to customers. Sin 2. Startups assume that clinicians will be willing to access yet another portal for their data. Basically, startups make assumptions about clinicians' workflow that may be myopic. In completing their business model canvas, some startups assume that a clear value is having their solution hosted in the cloud, but often overlook the workflow impacts from a value perspective. The challenge is that many of them haven't done enough get-out-of-the-office work to understand how their proposed solution will or won't fit in a healthcare provider's workflow. Doctors and nurses want more time with patients. In addition, doctors have many data points for making decisions. Having to go to multiple places for data about one patient reduces the time they can spend with each patient and complicates sound decision making. The job to be done is to diagnose and prescribe. One pain that doctors and nurses want to avoid is going to multiple locations to get the needed decision support data. Clinical decision support needs to be simplified. Going to another portal for patient data is simply onerous. If your solution reduces the time a clinician can spend with a patient or makes it harder to make a decision, you have reduced the value. Sin 3. That one doctor or hospital lends enough credibility for other organizations to simply accept a startup's solution. Many startups believe that if they have a doctor on their team or as an advisor, the idea of having a KOL, key opinion leader, 
or if one hospital has written a letter of support, they have credibility. The reality is that it doesn't suffice. More homework needs to be done. Healthcare regulations, processes, and delivery approaches often vary from system to system. A broader base of KOLs would simply lend credibility to the solution's applicability across multiple customers. Getting out of the office and talking to customers is a necessary endeavor to get these deep and broad insights from KOLs. I recommend that teams get at least five KOLs to support their value claims. This isn't just about conducting 100 customer interviews. This is about getting evidence that key opinion leaders agree that the value proposition offered by the startup can be realized. As Steve recommends, use an MVP to get evidence that validates these opinions. Sin 4. Believing that one key leader inside a hospital is the decision maker, influencer, etc., all in one role. The Startup Owner's Manual clearly articulates the need to understand how a company buys a product. Most startups I see want to go directly into a pilot and many want to speak directly with the C-level clinical leaders. Part of the weakness is that most startups aren't asking learning questions. They are making statements versus being curious enough to test their assumptions. Sin 5. Thinking that conducting a proof of concept and or pilot is a simple endeavor. In working with eight early stage companies in the last two months, I have consistently asked, what do you want from us? Oddly, I found some teams did not have a crisp answer. However, all of them wanted to hop directly into a proof of concept within an extremely short time. In wanting to do so, they overlooked the need for an IRB, Institutional Review Board, especially where patients are involved, a security review, especially if they are in the cloud, a compliance review, the time needed to design a study, and last but not least, signing a contract. All of these are easily in the activity portion of the business model canvas, and few early stage companies fully understand these needs, especially when working with a large IDN, integrated delivery network, like Intermountain Healthcare. Sin 6. There isn't anyone else out there solving the problem. A large percentage of startups struggle to answer the question, why do current solutions fail? This suggests that they haven't completed a pedal diagram to look at the existing offerings or analyze the job that someone needs to hire a solution for. As an example, a med adherence solution approached us recently and offered that there wasn't anyone else with a technology like theirs. That may be true, not likely. I suggest that teams thoroughly think through this. Sin 7. Believing that startups need to have more answers than questions. Almost unanimously, startup teams want to have an answer for every question. I understand their desire to appear knowledgeable, but you don't get out of the office to have answers. You get out of the office to ask questions. This goes back to a fundamental that I believe all startups need until they truly know. Curiosity. My advice to healthcare startups. 1. Use the Lean Startup Tools. Regardless of where you start, it comes down to your value proposition as a starter or non-starter. Use Alexander Osterwalder's value proposition canvas and Steve's guidance to get out of the office.
Two, this often tries the patience of entrepreneurs. I cannot overemphasize the need to use the learning loop in every single part of the value proposition and business model canvases. The only way to do that is to get out of the office. 3. Be curious about workflow and how large IDNs, Integrated Delivery Network, like Intermountain Healthcare, are thinking about the integration of patient data into a workflow. Be empathetic to your user. 4. Study the industry more deeply. While you may have a great value proposition for one or two hospitals, how does your solution fit into a regulatory landscape, workflow, etc. of multiple hospitals? 5. Listen. Assume you don't have enough evidence to scale your business yet. Act like you don't know enough. While an entrepreneur's go-get-em attitude is appreciated, it isn't appreciated when the entrepreneur isn't open to feedback, seems to have all the answers, and has a condescending attitude toward the way jobs get done today. Test your assumptions. Come loaded with questions that are related to your assumptions. 6. Last but not least, structure a learning plan. Embrace the lean startup tools and methods. Following this structure will cause you to write a learning plan. A fundamental question to guide your learning plan in every part of your business model is, what do we need to learn before we invest more time and money? Best of success. Healthcare needs innovative startups, and innovative startups need the knowledge and access that healthcare can provide. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time.